0: Welcome to Retirement Revealed. I'm your host, Jeremy Kyle, and we're here to turn your retirement savings into retirement income. Today, we're talking with Daniel Felt from Kira Home Maintenance about how to get your home ready for summer or fall or winter or spring. He's got a great idea on how to just plan out and make sure that one of your biggest assets, which is your home, uh, is well taken care
1: of. This is Retirement Revealed, where Jeremy Kyle and his guests guide you towards making smarter retirement, investment, and tax planning decisions.
2: Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeremy. It's great to be here. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do with Kira Home Maintenance. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I live currently in a western suburb of, a, of Minneapolis, Minnesota here. I grew up on a farm out in central Minnesota. But today, we operate Cura Home Maintenance, and like what we do is exactly what you said. We visit about 800 homes. We visit every three to four months, or every three months, and we just do everything you're supposed to be doing if you're the perfect homeowner, but realistically, no one gets around to. So, cleaning AC units, cleaning dryer vents, even minor things like changing smoke alarm batteries and everything in between of changing all the filters. We've been doing that since 2016, and, and uh, about half our business is that subscription-based model. And the other half is one-time services like cleaning AC units, cleaning dryer vents and cleaning air ducts.
0: Yeah, you talked about a lot of things that I'm sure a lot of people are thinking, I have not done this every quarter, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I imagine one reason why you're going out doing that is because there's maybe people that can't quite do it themselves, perhaps because they are getting older and don't Mm -hmm. want to leave their home. Tell me about that. How does it kind of look when people are uh, maybe just needing someone else to come help them out?
2: Yeah, we service all different types of people. Everything I thought originally when I started this company we would primarily be servicing people that are in the retirement stage of life. And I was surprised to see the amount of people that actually are in there working, maybe they're dual income stay with a couple of kids, or maybe it's maybe they're um, one stay at home parent. So we have a large arrangement. But yeah, we we visit your home and it's it's as homes become more and more complex, there's so many things that people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, even you know, in retirement age they weren't around back, you know, 10, 15 even 20 years ago, when you were learning more about homes and things like that. So there's, there's all these things as codes become houses become more efficient, and things like that. There's so many more items to take care of. Additionally, appliances aren't being made the way they once were, you know, we'll have a home that has like a 50 year old refrigerator in it, and it's working great. And then the next home has like a two or three year old refrigerator, and it's already been uh, broken down. And that's why they call us because they're not maintaining it properly. So there's a lot of filters in places people don't even realize there's filters at, and that's where we come in, <clears throat> especially for people that are wanting to age in place. That's really great. But like I said, I'm surprised at how many people in their 30s, 40s, and 50s also sign up, and that's a majority of our business as well that, that are signing up for that. They just they, they grew up in a daycare. They didn't grow up in a home, and they don't want to take care of their house. They'd rather spend Saturday morning with their families or watching their grandkids or things like that rather than standing in a big box store trying to remember what size filter they were, they were supposed to purchase.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking of a couple of different uh, situations, especially I'm thinking more of the kind of the younger folks, I guess. But Mm -hmm. I imagine that perhaps their parents didn't teach them how to take care of their home. And now all of a sudden they have this huge responsibility and they're maybe letting things go by. Or maybe their parents did teach them about how to take care of the home, but everything's changed, right? If your dad taught you 40 years ago how to change the filter on the refrigerator or the AC unit, your, your refrigerator and AC unit might look a little different. Uh, these days, so someone like you can keep up to date uh, with what's what's going on, and also to keep keep up to date with how to fix the things that are you
2: know maybe yes. forty or sixty years old. Yeah, you're 100 percent correct, Jeremy. There's so many things that have that have changed, and and one of my favorite things. I, I'm the nerd that when I'm walking through a big box store, I'll go and I'll I'll open up every single washing machine and I'll and I'll point out, see, there is a filter in every single one, and. And you just didn't see that five or six years ago, even. So as appliances are being made differently and, and companies obviously are are wanting to make a profit, they are making them cheaper. And, and so they'll do little things that are required that it'll, it'll work the same as the old appliances did. However, you've got to do some extra work and that you're exactly right. That's what needs to be done by the homeowner today. And it's just not being done.
0: Yeah, you get it. And uh, then, of course, too, like we mentioned, there's maybe some folks uh, like you thought the initial business model was let's go help people who are older actually stay Mm -hmm. in their home Uh, because it could get to the point where it's dangerous. What have you seen where maybe someone that's older and can't take care of things on their own, what do they need really the most help with?
2: Yeah, some of the really minor things that, you know, you just don't want someone of a certain age or a certain physical capability being up on a ladder. So, you know, with that smoke alarms, uh, changing light bulbs, Here in Minnesota, we have hard water, and so we we have to carry in forty or fifty pound bags of salt. And I've I've had someone actually prove me wrong. It was probably about a ninety year old lady who she said she can do it, and she would take an ice cream pail at a time and and uh, (laughs) carry that down into the basement. And you know, she her son wanted to pay for it for her to just have it done, and and she was like, "No, this is my chore that I do. You know, it, it keeps me busy." So, but getting up on the roof, you know. In Minnesota, you want to get some of the snow off the roof, especially if you have a lot of snow, Um, checking those gutters, cleaning those gutters, anything with heights at a certain age, it's just not worth it anymore to be up there as you know, it's you're not as steady as you maybe once were. And it's, it's just easier to let someone else do that, especially if you do happen to fall, you're not going to recover as quickly. It's just everything becomes a little more difficult. So anything with heights, when you get to a certain age or anything that that weighs, you know, more than a few pounds, it just becomes more and more difficult And we've had people leave us testimonials that they've been able to stay in their house significantly longer than they originally assumed just because we come in once every three months and take care of those services.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, a couple stories. Uh, One of them is that we have a lot of clients that are 55 and 60. Mm -hmm. And it seems like their number one complaint about their 85 and 90 year old parents is they're still getting on the roof to uh, clean out the gutters. So I guess if you're that person, if you're 55 or 60, and you're thinking that you just can't stand that your parents are still getting on the roof to clean Mm -hmm. out the gutters, uh, just remind yourself, right? Just take a video of yourself so that your parents can, or your kids rather, can play it back to you like 20 years from now, because you'll probably be the one on the roof when you're 75, 80, 85 and and beyond. Uh, But then too, uh, I know of a story where there was an individual who was on the roof cleaning out the gutter or shoveling it, whatever. It was uh, and fell off and had just horrible and horrible pain for the rest of his life mm-hmm. uh, because of that and I, I know of another story where someone's telling me and she wasn't you know old she was uh, 70 that's that's pretty young uh, right and she was saying that I've got to go sell my family cabin she pretty much spent the prior ten minutes telling me how much she loved the family cabin it's just the highlight of her existence and all the family gets together there but she had to go and sell it because she can't go and, and clean out the gutters anymore. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, if it creates this much joy, just go pay like 50 bucks or whatever. Yeah. You know, just right. pay somebody to go clean out the gutter, so you can still keep on enjoying that family cabin or enjoying your, your house. So there's things that maybe feel, people feel like they have to do and when there's others that can do it, or they feel that because they can't do it, well then kind of all is lost.
2: And you're telling me all is definitely not lost. Correct. Yeah, we can, we can maintain your home, whether you're there or not. We have a lot of snowbirds that also they leave. And so we keep maintaining their home while they're gone. Some of them will come in more frequently and just do like a check, you know, we're flushing out the toilets, and running all the water, making sure everything's like running smoothly. There's not water that has, you know, accidentally gotten into a certain place in the home, like, you know, maybe slowly leaked in the basement, things like that. So there's all types of things. There's all types of services out there. Our primary focus is to make sure that your house is being maintained properly so that you can live there longer. It's easier to live there. You're happier. Things don't break down faster, all that good stuff. You get it.
0: Well, some people are listening saying, I'll never use that. I do this all on my own. And for those folks, we want to give them some advice, some encouragement, cause you're seeing, like I said, I think 800 homes uh, mm-hmm. a year. We've got our own one home, right? Uh, maybe people have two homes at most, but you get to see a lot uh, more and you've put together, I'll put a link on the, in the show notes. It's called the annual home maintenance plan for every season. Uh, let's just go through it and you start off with winter. So let's start off with winter. What should people be looking at? How should they be uh, maintaining their home in the winter?
2: Yeah, depending on what what geographical area you you live in, but I, I know if you're in uh, North America, a lot of people have snow this time of year, and especially this year, and so a lot of it is just looking at snow and where is that in your home. So even if it's not an issue up on your roof, you know, we'll start on the top. You want to be getting that that snow off your roof, preventing ice dams. Ice dams can cause a lot of issues. What you know, and that's that's doing when ice dam is causing is as water's flowing down, it actually runs off if you don't have enough insulation in your house. It's running off, and it's your attic is actually getting heated because heat from your house is escaping into your attic because of that insulation, or that there's a vapor layer there that's a a thin sheet of plastic. If that isn't installed properly, you don't have enough insulation, it's going to get your attic's going to get hot, and then the snow melts off your roof. And that as that goes to an eave, it then gets frozen uh, the little ledge that's over your house a couple feet, it freezes there. So water keeps trickling down, and you keep on getting this ice dam built up, increasing the water has nowhere to go. And it just seeps back up underneath your shingles, underneath the vapor layer there, mm. or underneath the layer underneath the shingles. And you're, you're having a very, very costly experience. Other things that we've seen is people like shoveling snow off of their decks in front of like a patio door. And again, as it comes to melt, the water has nowhere to go. And it, it'll seep into their basement that it, it wasn't even an issue. Sump pump failures are another really common one. Uh, you want to be detaching that sump pump hose in the fall so that uh, it's not freezing. And especially with... Temperatures going above and below, which seems to happen most springs, you know, it will get to 35, 40 during the day and then freeze at night. If that sump pump can not get pump water out of your house, it sounds like it's running and everything seems great. Maybe you're sitting upstairs having dinner or watching TV at the end of the day and you hear the sump pump running, but it's actually burning out because it's not pumping the water out of the house. So we're doing a lot of things quarterly too. Like we're still changing the filters and, and you know, cleaning refrigerator coils and things like that. But some of those extreme things during the winter is are really important that we're, we are looking for at each house.
0: Yeah, thanks for that. Well, let's keep on moving through the, the year. What should we be looking at to maintain our home in the spring?
2: Yeah, spring, a huge one is getting that AC unit cleaned. You know, that that's pulling air. And so, a lot of times if you walk through, especially depending on what geographical area you're, you're in, you don't want leaves, cottonwood, or any sort of debris. If it looks like your sweat your AC unit has a sweater on it from the winter, that's, that's a bad sign. It needs air. So if you want to do it yourself, even taking a hose to that, don't take a pressure washer. Even taking a hose is better than nothing. We recommend having that professionally cleaned because then it's going to run very efficiently. Secondly is making sure your gutters are clean and they're op- they're operating correctly, meaning you want to be getting water 4 to 10 feet away from your house. So just walking around, it's really easy for that stuff to get detached, especially if you have kids or pets running around your house. Very, very easy for a gutter to get detached during the winter months. So checking those things out. If you have a humidifier in your home, that's very common in in colder climates, people actually have a humidifier and there's a pad there. You want to be changing that uh, setting to the summer setting in the spring because you don't want humidity in your home going above right around 40%. If you keep the humidity in your home between 30 and 40%, it's it's a nice level where you're not getting a static shock when you're touching door handles, but you're also not getting humidity on your windows, you know, and that starts to cause, you know, rot or mold issues. So those are a few of the small things that we're looking at in the spring.
0: It's Jeremy Kyle here, and I know you're listening to the Retirement Reveal Podcast because you want to learn more about making great retirement decisions. I've created a free video course for you to do just that. Head over to 5stepretirementplan.com and sign up to receive this video training right in your email inbox. We broke down our 5-step retirement plan into bite-sized videos so you can get started on the retirement, investment, and tax planning you need to create a consistent retirement income. Go to 5stepretirementplan.com Use the number or spell it out. You'll get there either way. 5stepretirementplan.com. Thanks for listening. And now for the rest of the show. Awesome. And uh, tell me if I'm right here, but when you're taking the hose to uh, clean out your AC
2: unit, you're spraying like inside out, not outside in? Yeah, you can, yep, you can do both. So the way that we do it is we take off the outer shell there. And then so we'll do oh, both, yeah. right? Yep. So then we'll, we'll go inside. We'll spray all that off, get that sweater off or there's a layer of, of just junk on there. And then we actually do use a cleansing solution that that really does a good job of of getting cleaning everything and just releases it from those coils. And then we do a hose off the entire thing. So if you're going from the outside in, that's great. You're even doing one step above. The most important thing is if you're going to be using like a, a pressure washer or you think, oh, I'm going to use a brush. Um, you got to be really careful. Those coils are really sharp. And so you don't you don't want to be using your hands with that. But if you're bending the coils in whatever fashion you're using, you're causing way more harm than Mm -hmm. you would have if you were just left it. So um, again, if you're not confident doing it, leave it up to a professional, but taking a hose to it, you're not going to hurt it. They're they're designed for outdoors. So you can't really hurt it if you take a hose to it. And you're correct, Jeremy, going from the inside out, you know, spraying that off and out is going to be your best bet if you don't want to get, get some tools involved and take that apart.
0: All right, I'm hoping my wife is listening because she tells me how I am horrible at all this kind of stuff. But I know one thing. I know one thing about that with yeah. AC inside out. Although you already show me already, there's a couple extra steps. Maybe
2: I, <laughs> we ought to be going. Yeah. So, you know, it's Jeremy. I always, you know, when I, my wife and I are raising two young kids, and and we sometimes we're, you know, we'll be talking at the end of the day, and you know, if maybe it's I didn't. I feel like I didn't do this quite right today. Or and and I always tell her if if you tell yourself that, hey, I I want to be a good parent or I want to be a good homeowner, you're probably gonna be better than like 90% of people just by <laughs> saying exactly. I intentionally, I want to be better. So yep. yeah, Jerry, you should give yourself some kudos uh, and tell your wife that I said it. And, and I, I'll i I'll say I'm a home maintenance expert since we're doing 800 Excellent. houses. But yeah, you can tell our home maintenance experts said you're, you're, you're doing better than most.
0: Excellent. All right. I'll take it. Well, how about summer? I got to figure summer's got to be one of the easier parts of it.
2: Yeah. Yep. You still want to be checking out some of those things. You're right. It is easier. So then we're doing some of those more annual things that need to be done. We're cleaning dryer vents out. We're cleaning refrigerator coils, doing some of those annual tasks on the inside of the house. Like um, some of the filters, like if you have a filter on your refrigerator that only needs to be cleaned annually or changed annually if it's just for ice. Otherwise, it's biannually if it's water and ice. Uh, smoke alarm batteries i'm not sure if i said that already but you're just kind of doing a once over on everything that's a really good time to get up on the roof because it's not going to be slippery especially in in colder climates and just check everything out does it look like someone took a slingshot to your roof and from a hail storm at one point or do does everything look correctly up there checking the gutters again just doing a once over the summer months for us is we're still really busy we're and it still takes you know about an hour and a half two hours at a at a visit but I think of it more as like an oil change for the house where you come in, we're going to do some of these, these things, but we're also checking over, you know, we're doing an inspection on everything else as well, just making sure that's still running really smoothly.
0: Yeah, perfect. And you write on your website that fall is probably the most important time mm-hmm. of the year to maintain your home. I'm just guessing because it's, uh, you're getting ready for winter, but there's hopefully yeah. no snow on the
2: ground yet. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, during the fall, it's a really important time. That's again, you want to be doing a check over on some of these things like your gutters. Um, my brother actually owns a window cleaning, gutter cleaning company. And he says that Halloween is the best day to clean your gutters because usually all the leaves have fallen. So you can get those out. They don't start decomposing over the winter. And then in the springtime, all the water can be flowing through. But essentially, what's really important is you're getting ready to spend a lot of time indoors when it comes to winter. And so changing all those filters out, making sure you're, you know, everything is just clean. So the air quality in your house and every single person is different. One person might have, you know, four or five golden retrievers running around the inside of the house. And the next person has is the most spotless person. And so maintenance on each house is a little bit different, but doing it once over, changing all your filters, getting that humidifier set up again so that you're going to, in the fall, you're going to be wanting to put humidity into the house. So changing that filter, those are very, very, very neglected. Additionally, the air exchanger, which is a newer technology in the last 10 to 15 years. And if you don't know what an air exchanger is, they're also called an ERV or HRV. And it's a big box hanging in your utility room. So if you go down to your utility room and you see a big box, that's an air exchanger. That has an intake and an exhaust on the outside of your house. You want to make sure that that's clean. And then there's three filters on the inside of that air exchanger. You've got to take those out and you've got to clean them. It takes about a half hour to 45 minutes to do that task but all the air in your home is going through that air exchanger. So if your house was built in the last 10 to 15 years, it's so airtight that that machine is actually meant to bring fresh air into your home. And so that's going to be pulling air. And if that outside filter is clogged or the filters are clogged on the inside, what that's going to do is it's going to try to pull air through things like cracks in your cement or your sump pump, or like, you know, maybe the sides of windows, things like that. And that's what's going to cause if, if you ever open a door and it slams shut really, really mm-hmm. hard, you have an imbalance of air pressure on the inside or outside of your home. And, and it's a good thing. Homes are so airtight, but we've literally had to as a society create technologies to make it so that the home can still breathe. Your house still has to still does have to breathe. So that air exchanger is really important. We've found crazy stuff in there, like, you know, from mold to insects, bees, things like that. So Mm -hmm. all the air in your home is going through that. And it's, and it's really important to make sure that the air quality in your house is as good as it can be.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's uh, definitely important. People talk about that uh, air quality all the time. Mm-hmm. And here they are, maybe something in an air exchanger that's supposed to be helping could, could be the opposite.
2: Yeah, we've had people before, like on an air duct cleaning job there, you know, you just kind of get into small talk a little bit and they, they say how they don't know why, you know, they, they went 30 years without ever having to call in sick. But since they moved to this house, they're sick all the time. And they, they're like, we don't know what's going on. And we, we look around a little bit. And then sure enough, the uh, humidifier filter is hasn't been changed for years and there's it's actually mold there's mold spores so all the air or a lot of air in the home is going through this mold spore filled filter and going into the air quality and then you know they wonder why they're they're sick and it's like this is it right i mean here you go and and you know it's it's pretty cool when you're leaving a job and a client's giving you a hug because they're so thankful that you that you came but yeah there's so many little things that people just aren't aware of it's you know just comes down to you don't know what you don't know right yeah i
0: believe it and of course uh too. You've helped us with kind of all four seasons, but is, uh, t- tell
2: me, what have I forgotten to ask you about? Yeah, I think you know, getting into like retirement, Jeremy, and we can kind of uh, change, you know, switch topics here a little bit, just talking about retirement things and things like that. And and uh, talking about, I think as for entrepreneurs and running a business, one reason why I started this business was I started this business to sell it, you know, and that that's a huge thing that I think a lot of people, they, they might just start a business because they're really good at, you know, cleaning dryer vents. And so they say, I'm going to be a Dryer and cleaning, but I think in in this business, one thing that I that I really like that I've is that reoccurring revenue model. We have eight hundred customers that we're seeing every three months, and with that, you're building up a long term thing that is setting us up for retirement. Correctly, I have a ton of other little things going on so that I can be comfortable in retirement because there's some things that I know we won't be able to depend on by the time I'm sixty five, and there's other things that we will be able to. But just creating different pillars of financial stability so that you can be a good business owner, you can take care of these customers has been really crucial for us.
0: Well, I think you said it right there where you take care of the customers first and then the business kind of follows. So good for you for mm-hmm. recognizing that. Imagine you're you're also saving some money and, and just getting ready for retirement at, at some point in time. You've been talking a lot about how your company can help others and uh, mm-hmm. take care of all this home maintenance. If if someone like, uh, if well, Daniel, if you talked about all these things and someone's thinking, oh my goodness, I can't uh, imagine doing any of that on my own. Uh, I, I'm guessing you're not nationwide yet. Uh, but No,
2: I- No, we're not, but we, we have uh, we have plans. We have an expansion model going on right now where we're actually selling licenses. And so um, one example is if you live in Seattle, um, we've sold a license to a gentleman there and he doesn't call it uh, Cure Home Maintenance, it's, it's Maintain Home Services there. And so Keith has come to Minnesota, he's trained in with us and we've taught him everything we know but he calls it his, his own thing. And, and so he owns a license of cure home and he's going to do the exact same things that we do. We've, we've taught him all the same things after this recording. I, I actually jumped on a call with him. We, we talked for about 30 minutes a week just to, to see how things are going and kind of al- almost like as a coach and, and he's doing that. So we're selling licenses nationwide and we're training people exactly how to do this in your area with the things that need to be maintained in that. And that, uh, we we did try to expand by doing corporate-owned locations, and one thing that I found, you know, Jeremy, I, I think you can probably tell I, I really care about like the quality of of the things that we're doing. And we and I I'm I'm a nerd about houses, and so I, I care about the way we're, we're doing it. And managing a technician a thousand miles away was very very challenging for me. If I'm sure someone else could do it a lot better, but it just didn't fall into my skill set. I'm a lot better at when I can see my guys in the morning. We have a meeting every single morning, a training meeting for about 15 to 20 minutes. And I can see those guys. I know who they are. And we really care about the quality and how we do that. And it was very hard to duplicate that process when I wasn't in Colorado or Texas or Georgia. Yeah, I believe it.
0: Well, if you're uh, sitting here thinking that my kid needs a job and you're looking to uh, invest in your kid, I guess you can um, uh, reach out to Daniel and uh, look at the franchise opportunities there. I've got one more question for you, Daniel, before uh, before we get to that. Tell us, what's the best way for people to reach out to you?
2: Yeah, uh, for sure. Our website, it's curahome.com. It's K-U-R-A-H-O-M-E.com. If you want to get in touch with me personally, you can find me on LinkedIn. It's just Daniel Felt. My last name is spelled the way it sounds, F-E-L-T. And be always happy to connect with anyone. Awesome.
0: And of course, if you'd like to learn more about the work we're doing here with Cal Financial Partners, just check out retirement-revealed.com. All right. Final question for you, Daniel. Tell us something about yourself that few people know about. And remember, this podcast is rated clean.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Few people. Uh, well, I'm currently training. I haven't really shared it with anyone, but I'm currently training for my second Ironman. Uh, most people don't know that about me. And I love cheating time. And so, I, I listen to a book a week and I'm, I'm currently at 1.8 times the speed. And so, I feel it's it's one of my favorite things to figure out how can you hack, hack time or cheat time and, and listening to audiobooks if you slowly work your way up. Those are two of my favorite things. So I've combined the two. i I'm While I'm training, I'm listening to, to podcasts or audiobooks at about 1.8 times the speed. And, and it kind of makes you feel like a superhuman. It's really fun.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I um, listen to podcasts at the 1.8 times mm-hmm. speed. And then I've met a few of the podcast hosts that I listen to. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, why are they talking so slow? Because you're talking yeah. to them live at <laughs> one time speed. But yeah. you're, you're listening to them uh, in the car at 1.8 times speed. Most of oh, That's great. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show, sharing with us a lot of ideas on how to best maintain uh, your home. I'm definitely going to be reviewing that article. I'm going to put that on the, the show notes, the annual home maintenance plan for every season. Thanks for coming on, Daniel.
2: Yeah. Thank you, Jeremy. It's great to be here.
0: Yeah, you got it. And thank you for listening to the Retirement Revealed podcast. We believe if you know more about your money, you'll feel better about your money and you will make better money decisions
1: this was another great episode of the Retirement Revealed podcast. Click on the subscribe button below to automatically get our latest episodes. If you liked our show and want even more, please give us a rating and a review at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would love to hear from you. Please go to retirement-revealed.com to learn more and send us your questions and feedback. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Kyle Financial Partners, Thrivent, or its affiliates. The guests are not affiliated with or endorsed by Thrivent Advisor Network. Kyle Financial Partners does not provide legal accounting or tax advice. Consult your attorney or tax professional. Representatives have general knowledge of the Social Security tenants. For details on your situation, contact the Social Security Administration. Kyle Financial Partners is part of the Thrivent Advisor Network, a registered investment advisor. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investment advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have with your investment planning.